a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in Exurban, Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm not Jerry, but this is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge our assumptions and yours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, everyone, and especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck, go that shit. So welcome, Ashley. Welcome back, Ashley. Thank you for Honorary heathen Ashley is in the meat space. Yes. Glad to be <laughs> Live here. Among in, the in curtains. the abyss. Yes. Indeed. Thanks for having me back. Glad to be here. Jerry is out of pocket. We'll give him a rationing of shit when, when he returns. Yeah. We'll, let, we'll let him explain. He can explain uh, himself when he comes back. He's got some explaining. Yes, welcome. <laughs> and what did you bring to imbibe uh, with, with the heathens tonight? I brought three things. Nice. Whoa. I brought my Waterloo sparkling water. I brought regular plain old water. All right. And from my wine club, I brought a red blend called Aqua Forte. Well, red blend can't go wrong. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're a fan <laughs> of the red. That's my wheelhouse right there, red blends. Is that yes. your go-to wine also, is it uh, red? or A red is a go-to wine for me. Cabernet is my go-to, but red blends are okay. So you don't mix so. it up with the white wine? Occasionally. White wine is really good on a patio on a summer Sunday afternoon when it's hot outside and kind of crisp. Yeah, it's or, much, much lighter. Uh, with certain things, red is my go-to. But mine is not a light drink tonight. No, you went hardcore. Well, man. yeah, I, I've been doing the stupid thing of tuning in to the uh, impeachment <laughs> trial. and it is The ills of working from home? Yeah. As you get yeah, to yeah, have be- that running in, in the be- background? Yeah, yeah, in between talking to customers, I kind of peek in on that, and it's been... So discouraging what this president is going to get away with. In a result, you have brought us. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I started going started, down I, to that I, depressing. I pulled, I, I pulled you out. Uh, pulled thank pulled you. you out quick. So what I'm having is um, an old-fashioned. It's mm-hmm. a premix made by Dry County Brewing. But they also uh, have a distillery there where they're making whiskey and vodka. Nice. And I think they're talking about making gin, but I haven't heard if that's up and going yet. So this is a pre-mix. Not a big fan of gin, so. I'm kind of. Make a tequila. Back into it, because there's a lot of places that are real creative with Mm-hmm. The taste with the turpentine. Gin is a gin no. is a very happening thing now. It was when I was never in, never in Scotland taste for gin. in two thousand eight seventeen. Mm-hmm. Like that was the hot new thing over there. And when I found the um, pop up cocktail festival in Edinburgh, oh wow, during the Fringe Festival, I got to make my own gin, infuse my own gin as part of this little pop up cocktail festival that I hmm. did. So, would you infuse it with? I don't remember. I think I used orange and maybe rosemary or something like that. Jerry did to that with cut the, the juniper uh, a bit with yeah, the tequila yeah. that time. 
that he brought. Remember? Yeah. He put he put coffee beans in an orange oh, and soaked yeah, it in yeah. the tequila. Yeah. It was originally a rum recipe, mm-hmm. but he decided to go tequila with it and brought that. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. I could handle it because I'm a really small doses gin person. So, But, yeah, they're getting the taste, so they're real creative, kind of mm-hmm. like a craft beer where they have different flavors, different botanicals that yeah. they use in there. So, Well, I, too, have three drinks, apparently, because <laughs> I have I have my red blend, which is the dark red blend of the two-for-one I got a month ago or whatever is Seven Moons. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like I, had the red, I had the red blend before. This is the dark red blend. I don't know that I've ever had Seven Moons, but I always like their label. Hey, mm-hmm. It was buy one, get one free. So, you know, free wine. And I there was like, go. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so just wax on, wax off with yeah, the last, on there. Last time I had, the, I had the red blend first because I didn't want to have the, the dark red blend first it, because if it was bad, I definitely wasn't going to. Do you generally prefer other. a dark red blend or a regular I, I, red? I like the red blend. The dark red blends over, uh, over the red blends. Okay. Yeah. 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 Have to be in a particular mood for the darker reds. I like the yeah. dark reds, yeah. Yeah. That was, but that's your one drink. What else do you have? You said you had three. Oh, I'm, I'm imbibing also on his whiskey that he brought. What is this? It's an old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. So old like, fashion. Yeah, so it's whiskey, bitters, orange. Okay. It's like, a, it's like mixed all in one, so you don't have to mix right. your own cocktail. Right. It's handy. Mm-hmm. And I also have a Coca-Cola. Because you are in Atlanta. Well, I thought this was I thought this was just straight whiskey, and I was just yeah. going to sip on it. And, also, oh, you're and, in and Atlanta. Chase. And also, yeah, yeah. If you're going to drink soda in Atlanta, it's, it's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. doesn't matter what it is. Right. Fanta Orange, it's Coca-Cola. It's Coca-Cola. Yeah. What kind of Coke do you want? A Fanta, Fanta Orange. orange. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hardest thing to eat used to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this is 70 proof, so it's not like it's a watered-down cocktail. It's, okay. It's got some kick to it. Mm-hmm. Very so, nice. It's good. Enjoy it. Enjoyed it. We got a couple things we need to get to. First of all, Catholic Church is back at it again. When aren't they back at it, really? Yeah, it's true. It, this is, I mean, it's an ongoing thing. Nice one about this one is you get to shit on the New Orleans Saints. I mean, <laughs> anytime you can shit on the New Orleans Saints, it's, it's a good day if you're if you're in exurban Atlanta. So should you caveat uh, that with the fact that you are from Louisiana? I so am from Louisiana, but I am not a. Fan of no, but you get an here. extra buy for saying that, whereas, you know, it's expected if you're from Atlanta. Then, yeah. You know, because they are our nemesis, and frankly, sometimes that's very well deserved. It was nice having that mm-hmm. growing up against relatives back mm-hmm. home. So. Mm-hmm. But you're from both uh, Louisiana, and you were a Catholic, so. Yes. So you have a lot of connection to this. Yeah. And I did not see that one coming out when I saw, you know, that one that one popped up on my feed at work. I don't know what program that is. There's um uh, some kind of a news feed. It's thing. a news feed that, that it's just like, like the start page. I've just never changed it from day one on my computer. And that thing popped up and I was like, what? If you haven't heard, the New Orleans Saints basically kind of gave a little PR help to the Catholic Church during the sex abuse, uh, the child sex abuse scandal. Because they needed some outside help. Advising them on whose names to include and yeah. not include on the report for their particular archdiocese? Yes. Was that it? Okay. Because they know how? I think it was just a one big organization from the city helping out another big organization from the city. The one private enterprise, the New Orleans Saints, is owned by a very staunch Catholic member of the community. And New Orleans, unlike the rest of the South, is a very Catholic city. Because mm-hmm. the French... Because of the French influence, Louisiana is the only state that has parishes as opposed to counties. All right. 49 other states have counties. Louisiana has parishes, which are based on the actual Catholic parish. But this wasn't just the owner doing this, like the Chick-fil-A with his name, David K. 
Cathy or True Cathy was, was, was the guy that started. You know, where they were, you know, as, as a family sending money off. Guy, you know, had his front office participating in yeah. this as well. So it wasn't just him doing it on the side. One of 32 NFL franchises was actively helping the Catholic Church hide pedophile priests. Or maybe not actively helping them, but coaching them in a way to better do so? I, I, how do you put that into words? Well, was it, they must have been doing it just as a PR kind of thing because they didn't want the Catholic Church to get a This bad is how name. you spin this. They, I'm sure the New Orleans Saints has a staff of PR people right, right. Uh, that they could lend to the Catholic Church on a project for a week. Yeah, the latest news on it broke today. The owner of the Saints is very close friends with a local archbishop, and they are, of course, disputing as outrageous any suggestion that the team help cover up oh. crimes. Hmm. But they're trying to keep 276 different documents from being released to the public. It was emails, mm-hmm. some emails that had incriminating stuff on it that they did not want to get out, that they were helping them yes. to <clears throat> so this could make go away. This could be coming down to splitting hairs. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are saying that they gave guidance in releasing information to the media. They did not advise concealing any information. They told them what to release. They didn't tell them what to hide. Right. They told them how to spin it. (laughs) How to spin it. How to spin it. (laughs) That ties exactly into, and you sent an article Mm -hmm. to both of us just before we met this afternoon. I didn't get a chance to to read a long article. It was quite long. Simmer that bad boy down. And and it was because it was talking about transparency and how the Catholic Church has has fallen flat on its face. Yes, it's from ProPublica, which is a nonprofit organization. So from what I understand, it's it's a pretty reliable source of what's on here. But essentially what's going on is that uh, the Catholic Church, as we all know, has promised that they were going to be more transparent about releasing the names of priests who have been credibly accused of abuse. Many dioceses are beginning to provide that information, but the lists are inconsistent, incomplete, and omit key details. And there are a few reasons for this, and that is that there's not consistent rules or guidelines around what considers a credible allegation. So each diocese is determining... On its own, what is credible? What is credible, and, and, and what what's is not. Mm-hmm. so? There is no overarching. No memo went out to all the dioceses from the Vatican say, you, that yeah, said, yeah. "This is what credible means. This is what you have to report, and this is when you have to read." And by this time is when it's due. And, be, out to and be because different states' attorneys general is attorneys general. It's or attorneys is it... general. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. Yes, <laughs> because each. A state's attorneys general is pursuing cases in their own state. There's mm-hmm. no uniformity across the country as so well, they're, too. They're suing diocese by diocese. Well, Nevada isn't necessarily using the same standard that Pennsylvania may be using. I'm just throwing two states out, just two right. completely right. different states. There's no federal level or, or no overseeing department of the government that is overlooking all these cases, each state is pursuing their ca- their own right. cases individually. Right. So right. that so that's a part of it is there's no standard guidelines for what's considered credible so and it, what needs to be reported. Even when somebody says, okay, this person has been credibly accused, mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of discussion around what should be disclosed and what should not be disclosed about it. So some dioceses, for example, are detailing uh, a lot more specifics about the priests, like where they worked, the number of their victims, and details of their wrongdoings, and others If somebody not. is credibly accused, I don't see where there's any question. Just give us everything you have. If, right. if, somebody's, if it's a credible accusation... I'll take the file, thank you. Well, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, which is also called the USCCB, has issued no instructions on disclosures. They're leaving everything up to the individual diocese and religious orders to decide for themselves how much or how little to publish. Now, what did you call that? The USCCB, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. So is that the thing that's over all of the U.S. dioceses or however? See, I, I'm not quite understanding how the Catholic Church organizes. I'm not it's sure. Stuff. It sounds like it would be. So they can propose policies for Google church Catholic leaders. Google Catholic flowchart. Yeah. Well, they can, <laughs> according to this, they can propose policies for church leaders in the U.S., but the bishops themselves are appointed by the Pope and answer to him. So they don't answer to this body. There's a hierarchy between the Pope, the cardinals, the archbishops, the bishops, mm-hmm. and bishops are bishops and archbishops are over dioceses. And archdiocese. Yeah, that's right. Although a cardinal could be over an archdiocese. Who's the guy, I can't think of his name now, that that ran to the Vatican that was from Boston? He was the head of the archdiocese in Boston. Oh. Cardinal. uh, He he was a cardinal. Cardinal. Which is a step up. Cardinal Law. Yeah. Law. Cardinal Law. So that's a step above a bishop. Yeah, that's a step above bishop. He's a cardinal. But I thought that the Vatican, that Pope Franny, was going to fix all this stuff. So he was going to, you know, figure out... You know, how to how to provide guidance for all this stuff going on over here. But apparently that's that's not happening. It seems like they're in... You thought he was going to do that? Well, that's what I said he was going to fix it. It's still the problem and... that no one wants to talk about, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right, yeah. It's definitely bad PR. It sold some papers, but... Yeah. So I think the key, a couple of key takeaways from this article is that there are about 178 dioceses that have published names so far. There's about 5,800 names on the list. On the list so Which far. Which is woefully short. Probably woefully short. And I don't know how many of those people are still alive. I don't remember how this. many. There was there was hundreds on the list from Pennsylvania. Now, Pennsylvania yeah. is a, a much more densely populated state than, say, Montana. Right. Uh, and As the east is basically, you know, more densely populated yes. than the west is. Given that into account, that is woefully short. 5,300 yeah. names. Well, right. Because some stump, some... So, I mean, that's a shit ton of names, but it's, it's not nearly enough names. Right. It's too many, and but it's not nearly enough at the same time. dead, we're not going to publish yeah. it, not going to speak okay. of the dead or whatever. There's still a number of states or dioceses that have not reported yet, and that group, the, the number of dioceses that have not reported yet are representing well over 4 million Catholics yeah, yeah, in the world, yeah. Yeah, in the, in the a, U.S. There was a chart in there that... If our listeners are interested, we can publish a link in the show notes, yeah, potentially, absolutely. that yep. there is a searchable database to find out which names are on this list. So I would think that if I were attending any kind of Catholic church at all, I would be looking at this list to see if anybody in the church I was attending had been probably accused of this and still... Not too many of our listeners, but they probably know know somebody. Absolutely. I'm going to make sure my friends who go to Catholic churches have this list. I wonder if Catholic priests that have been incredibly accused are showing up. You you have those apps that show where child, or not necessarily child, but just sex offenders in general live in your neighborhood. 
Only if they're convicted would right, they show up that's on that. Pr- that's pr- that's pretty bad when the church shows up on the... I'll tell you what, the... Uh, the, the Predator Alert uh, I app I believe it was the Southern Baptist. I apologize to any rogue Southern Baptist. Oh, we don't want to disparage the Southern Baptist. Here at the if I Heathens. said this incorrectly. We preach inclusion here at the Heathens. But yeah. it was, I think it was the San Antonio paper... Sounds about right. ...last year published a similar expose to the Catholic expose about the Southern Baptist churches, but they are not, or independent Baptist churches, I should say, not Southern Baptist, independent Baptist churches. They have no governing body like the Vatican or the Southern Baptist Convention or whatever. And it turned out that uh, one of the ministers accused in the story that I read in that expose, in that series, is at a church that is, um, I walk, when when I walk outside, it is on my walking route about a mile and a half from my house. Oh, wow. And he was just relocated somewhere else without charges being filed or anything else with it. So it's not just Catholicism that has this problem. Right. Yeah, because I was going to say it's almost every week that we see something pop up in the news about an evangelical youth pastor or something. So, yeah, it's not exclusive at all to uh, the Catholic Church. But it's infuriating that an organization, a religion that purports to be pro-life in so many ways and suffer the little children to come unto me and as you do unto the least of these, you do unto me. Let's abuse and especially sexual abuse of children go so rampantly unchecked over and over and over again. And if that doesn't make you stabby, I, I don't, don't know what does. I don't know why it always happens with religions. Cults, and it doesn't have to be cults. It's just regular mainstream religions. Eventually, it all comes down to, you know, stripping all the women and, and the kids. Well, I can't say it's it's just religious also. You know, we've heard stories of David Silverman. Now, that's not... You know, youngsters, but it's still, you know, abuse. I think when children are involved, religion makes it a lot easier because it is an authoritarian position where you're taught with that. But you're right. It is next to God. And And actually, I don't want to talk too much about anything that's not kid related because I don't want everything turn into a me too when I'm on the show. So actually, (laughs) although I think there's legitimate things to talk about, like Jeff just mentioned, I actually don't want to go down that route tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because I actually do care about other things besides that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, one of those things happens in a state not... That we talked about last time I was on the show. What? South, South Dakota? Dakota. Did we talked about South Dakota last time. We did. They had just proposed some other crazy legislation. <laughs> oh. well, here's so here's actually with the South Dakota news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the South Dakota House now has just passed a bill so that will go to the South Dakota Senate now that would make it a misdemeanor for doctors to treat gender-confirming surgeries, surgeries, medicines, so hormone medical therapy, therapy, hormone therapy, medical therapy anything like that, anything, yeah. on transgender youth. They throw in a wide net. Yes. Okay. And that's punishable by, I think, a $2,000 fine and up to yep. a year in jail. For and the doctor. For, for the, the doctor. doctor. And this is for minors under the age of 16. Even with parental consent. Even with parental consent. Uh, the proponents of this bill are comparing the doctors who are trying to provide medical care to these youth to Nazis yep. and the experimentation that went off with Let Nazis. me guess. They're, they're granola-eating lefties. You would be incorrect. Really? <laughs> um, yes. Really? They don't have so many of those in South Dakota, apparently. Yes. Swing and a miss. But what's infuriating about this is they're disregarding the advice of the medical community that clearly calls out the benefits because of the suicide rates and so many other things that go on with transgender youth. 
Um, uh, I'm sure they have a Bible verse that they're that they're using as a shield against the medical I'm, community. I'm sure they do, but once again, it's ignoring science, ignoring yep. expertise in the favor of your own prejudices and bigotry. Children are going to die because of this. When you're considering yourself a pro-life mm-hmm. party, yeah. a pro-life person, children are going to die because of this. Well, yeah, this is I'm, just going to accelerate. In the absence of Jerry, I have to have to channel him for a second and, and just say that they're on message. I mean, that's mm-hmm. on brand for them. That's 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 their wheelhouse. It so. is, and it's. I have a cousin who is transgender, and I was talking to him recently, and he had been in the hospital, and I wasn't sure why. And we were we were chatting about. It. He said, "I had my. It, it was an infection that came from an incision with my final gender confirmation surgery. This cousin is older than I am, so he's been on a journey for quite some time." And that was the first time I'd actually heard gender confirmation because I'd always heard gender reassignment or whatever. And I thought, God, what a wonderful way. Yeah, that's more of a positive. Better, say that yeah, better positive so positive I've never heard that either. That I can say, think of it. And I was, I, you know, I was so happy for him. I've seen the angst that he's gone through in various points of his life, and now he's happy and content for the first time in his life. Yeah. And I have a friend whose son, a friend who lives in North Dakota, so okay. right next door to yeah, where all yeah. this is going on has a child who is transgender who just went to court in North Dakota to let his name be legally changed. And I look at it like, this is your next-door neighbor state who's trying to keep this kind of thing from happening, and you're over here fighting for your kid to be who they yeah. really are. And, yeah. you know, it's just when it starts impacting people that you know personally, yep. it's sad that it takes getting to that point, but maybe that's what it's going to take. For some of these people is to find out this impacts somebody in their own family. But for once, believe the science behind it. Believe the recommendations of the medical community. Why do you not want a kid to live and and be comfortable in who they are? I I don't understand. Yeah, that makes no sense. I don't understand it. So we're not adding South Dakota to the list of places I would ever consider living. Because there are states that are still trying to legalize or keep legal or legalize, if it has been overturned, gay therapy. Yeah, gay conversion therapy. Well, the gay away. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even though the science, you know, uh, states that that doesn't work. Well, it's very similar to the Georgia uh, anti-abortion bill that passed here last year that was supposed to take effect in this month and has been the six week on it. Yeah, okay. The because it ignored all the science, And, and my representative is a Republican. It flew directly in the face of science. It did. And I, my, my representative is a Republican congresswoman who is a nurse. And I emailed her, and I was like, hey, I hope you're not. And she's like, no. She's like, first of all, it's unconstitutional. But she's like, secondly, it is not based in any kind of medical science. Who's your rep? Sharon Cooper. Oh, okay. So, oh, uh, you don't have water milk? <laughs> no, well, I oh, have state representative, not federal. Yeah, state representative. No, I have water milk. He might have banned me on Twitter. I don't think so, Score. but he's probably thought about it. So I was really pleased to see that a Republican in Georgia State House said, wait a minute, this is, first of all, not constitutional. Secondly, not scientific. So while the whole bunch of other people in Georgia were ignoring science, mm-hmm. At least she didn't. Um, at least at least there was one shining light. Yeah. So when I make fun of South Dakota, I have to recognize that we live in a state that likes to ignore science as well. Yeah. I was thinking about your friend in North Dakota, and it's funny because they're either a little safer or mm-hmm. they're fucked because of what South Dakota did. Because whenever there's, there's like an us and them between two states, a north and south, whenever one state does something, mm-hmm. the other state either goes, ah, oh, fuck them, and they, and they go the other direction, or they go, ah, oh, Hold my beer. Let me show you how you do this. Mm-hmm. So they're either good 
Or they're fucked. One of the two. Well, there's a whole lot of states probably in that mix. Yeah. Because the, one of the articles that I read about this case said that other states have similar legislation proposed, which I think is just unfortunate. Kids die because of this. Yeah. And, and they don't have to. And they die because they're bullied because they don't have an outlet for it. They're, they're dying by suicide more than anything else because they don't have support. But, you know, being transgender in itself is not a terminal medical condition. I don't want to imply yeah, that. Yeah, yes. So why on earth... We would do something that keeps a kid from feeling whole and who they are, especially when their parents are supporting this going on because they want their kid to be alive and support their kid and believe in, in who they should be. It galls me that well, we... Well, part of it has to do with the fact that we have the vice president who will attend anti-LGBT services where, where the pastor basically just gives a, an anti-LGBTQ sermon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this was broadcast on, on the White House, the White House uh, channel. channel. Yeah. Well, we all remember what happened when Pence was governor in Indiana and passed the the religious freedom and, and, or freedom his, to discriminate. His wife yeah. works at that daycare yeah. or, or, or Montessori school or whatever it is that it, she works at. At that least is, Pence is being yeah. honest about who he is. Yeah. yeah shame he's, he's on He's not hiding it. Yeah. Yeah. But shame on that minister for calling him the most persecuted Christian in America. Yeah. Even Pence was right, like, that's right. a little too much. But when we, that back. But. but when we have people in power like that mm-hmm. who legitimize that type mm-hmm. of thinking. Oh, absolutely. That's why. That's where you get the South Dakota. That's mm-hmm. why that's you have this those. type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it emboldens people in a number of ways. It's infuriating. But this, me. yeah, this pastor or bishop, I guess he's called, of this church said uh, that you never see homosexual animals out there. Yes, you do. <laughs> Almost every species of animal has exa- has examples of homosexual behavior. Absolutely. At yeah. pretty much the same rate as humans. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same percentage where you have male coupling and female coupling, and especially in mammals. I, don't, I mean, I'm no insect expert, but you know, I know in mammals that that's as common in in most mammals as it is in humans. Yeah. Maybe that's the satanic marine life Paula White was talking about when she, she wants went to. on her diatribe. What uh, satanic miscarriage? She wants to show oh, yeah, all the oh. all the satanic she pregnancies. She also said that we're going to end in in miscarriage. She did, but she also she, she's said calling for mass abortion. We're going to ward against the maritime evil and evil from did the she animal say maritime. Camp? The marine oh. evil and animal kingdom evil. I'm like, what do you think animals are doing? Well, no, because according to this bishop, they're not doing anything. Yeah. Because mm. <laughs> he says here, you, you never see two male animals coming together. Animals mm-hmm. have not left the place that God He's called He's never been to, be. to a dog park, has he? We've got to expose what the devil is doing, y'all. Y'all? So, he, yeah, he that said y'all? He yelled it. <laughs> yeah. He yelled it. So, yeah, I mean, it goes with Paula... I edit this podcast. I say y'all often. So. I say y'all yeah, a lot, yeah. but that's I'm, why I'm kind of... I'm a big yaller. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it when, somebody, when it's always quoted saying y'all. That's awesome. But not in conjunction with the Put devil, Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. You know, well, devil y'all. It's, devil um, y'all. <laughs> it's unfortunate that something that the vice president would go to something that is alienating and, and calling such a large portion of our population wrong. Well... It's not surprising right, with right, this administration. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, you know, because they understand, too, in this election coming up, they have to bring out the base. You know, they have to keep the evangelicals 
you know, gotta in, keep in them fired corner. up. Fox, they gotta keep There's the Fox good News people crowd. on both sides of this argument, it, Jeff. Yeah. There's good people on yeah. both sides of this argument. Well, because the <laughs> other the other thing um, that just happened around the same time, I think, is where they had the uh, anti-abortion rally, the March for Life, March for Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Trump was the first president to actually speak there in person. The panderer in chief. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he knows that evangelical base is what's going to keep mm-hmm. him in office. The thing with me, to me, about that. That is, if, if Trump sincerely believed that, oh, if Trump sincerely believed it, I would be like, you know what? Good for him for putting where his money where his mouth is. But he's simply pandering oh, to absolutely. a base. Yep. And I just want to smack all these people who are mm-hmm. sucked in by it and can't see it for what it is. I, you know what? I think they do It's just do another know. item on his calendar. He's like, I got that yeah. thing at 1 o'clock, and I got that thing at 4 o'clock. But I think on some level they know. Yeah, yeah. They know he's pandering. Do you think they do? I, yeah. don't know that yeah. they, I don't know that they all do. I used to not, but I'm more and more coming to the conclusion that they know and they don't care. No, because you watch that video from those women in Because they're getting what they're getting. Why, why do you think that? They're willing to put up with him because... Absolutely. I mean, they're... They, morality, evangelicals' morality, you look at, you know, the Bill Clinton speaking about uh, impeachment, you know, the morality claims that they had back then compared to now. I mean, this Trump is thousands of times worse than Clinton as far as being a moral, upstanding person. But they'll tell you that's in the past and he's redeemed. Well, why wouldn't Clinton be redeemed? No, well, he was doing it. He keep was in mind doing that the man who was bringing a lot of this against Clinton, right, Newt Gingrich, mm-hmm. was on his third marriage yep. and had left his dying wife. So it's always been an ambiguous line. It's always been a settling for they'll get me what I want in this aspect, so I will justify right. anything right. else going on. Well, that's... That's but there, I, there are a handful of evangelicals who I don't think realize they are being played. Mm-hmm. I think they just think that he is divinely given and inspired. If they watch nothing but Fox News, they're not going to know anything different. Yeah. I mean, that's all they're going to know. Is what, and if they've is lived under a rock yeah. for the last however many years. It's the same thing when they when they interviewed the evangelicals after the, the Mueller report that mm-hmm. were shocked. And when, when you told them, you know, what the report actually said, because all they'd heard about was total exoneration. And that's the same thing that Trump's doing now is just read the, uh, the script or whatever. Mm-hmm. By calling news fake news, you're able to perpetrate your own thing. Right. You know, but but that's the thing. Think about it for five seconds, people. Come on. Think about it for five seconds. But now you're, you're mm-hmm. bringing up that video of the women. Is, is that what you're referring to? That yes. CNN the, the inter- various interview? women in, from Pennsylvania that they were yeah, talking to. Yeah. That yeah. was... A, did you see that video? It's I did not. quite mm-hmm. scary to see that these Some people... of them sort of made sense. Like, a lot of them were like, this is weird and this is wrong. And yeah. There, and then there are a few. There was the one woman who was like, I probably would go with him if he shot somebody on Fifth Avenue. I mean, it would depend on why they shot him. Yeah. Why he shot him. But, but by she the would way, rationalize You would rationalize whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Good cause. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So that would be a kind of a person you think would believe that he actually believes in Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think she abortion. thinks she's being pandered to. I think she is justifying this in her head that, of course, he that was the past, like yep. you said earlier, yeah, Don. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he the redemption now. story is the, the better mm-hmm. story. The further off the path mm-hmm. you, you have wavered makes your journey back to the path that much more triumphant. That's true, yeah, because everybody has that conversion story about, hey, I was a drug addict. I, I mean, mean, just think of how we could cash in as 
ex-atheist podcasters who found the Lord. Whereas our deconversion stories aren't quite as dramatic, but most of us, I would say, are 10 times, 20 times infinitely happier and content and secure in who we are since we deconverted. And understand the world far better than we used to. Have a little more compassion for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know this is the only life we have. We're willing to take it at its Mm -hmm. terms. So speaking of religion, the other one that can maybe talk about briefly is Raphael Warnock. This is a local story. Local Atlanta the story. People, we have somebody mm-hmm. listeners in Australia or something you said. Or, so this I think the last time I looked at it, I, I can't remember what the breakdown was, but it was like less than 10% of listeners are from this state. So we'll wow. keep this yeah. part brief. <laughs> okay. But this is a local story. A local yeah. story. But I mean... It, but it, national implications but nas- yes. because of the oh, person absolutely. doing the endorsing here. Absolutely. Well, Just there, the fact that we said national implications. It has na- national implications. Well, and it's yeah. kind of an interesting you know, perspective for atheists as well. Because yep. so... Stacey Abrams just endorsed one of the people that's going to run for Isaacson's seat. Isaacson is... Johnny Isaacson. Johnny Isaacson, long-time senator from the state of Georgia who is... Who has Parkinson's disease. And he is retiring. He's retiring early. And he has... He is actually already retired and there is an appointment in his place, but she has to run... She has to run... Again. Again. And... Against Collins. Which is kind of interesting because... Trump wanted somebody else, and Brian Kemp, who, right. not a friend of the pod, Brian mm-hmm. Kemp. That's the Georgia governor yeah. for the non-Georgia mm-hmm. listeners yes. who are unsure. The Georgia governor who beat, ironically, Stacey, Stacey Abrams. Abrams by suppressing voting right. throughout the allegedly state. Allegedly. Who was? Stacey Abrams, yes. <laughs> I'll make the accusations. You say allegedly. We'll work this <laughs> as a team. But he was the secretary of state who oversaw the election yeah, he should have totally that he himself. was running in to be the yes. governor. Yes, and he kept and, that job and for kept, the whole yes. time. He didn't, he didn't suppress any votes so, at all. Just mm-hmm. He didn't make it Full difficult for anybody we, to vote. We, yep. we, we want to yeah. let you know. Uh, you know that, and that was an incredibly close election. I'm just... Yes. I think all of us know that the shenanigans were probably a yep. Which put Stacey yep. Abrams on the national map. It Absolutely. I mean, she gave, solidified her place. On I'll the put this, and people say, "Oh, yeah, you, you know, it's a local election. You, you know who." She gave the Democratic response to a State of the Union address. So, and she's I've, high. Got, I've got receipts. All right? She is. And she she is, is a national figure. She is on more than one Democratic short list of vice president candidates. Of candidates. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And I, I would not be surprised to see her. And she's currently on the cover of Atlanta magazine. Oh, I did not know that. Nice. Flavor. Yeah. Anyway, this um, Reverend Ralph, Reverend Reverend Warnock, who's uh, the current pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church. Which is Martin Luther King Jr.'s church church. in downtown Atlanta. Of course, it's in a whole different building than when Mm Emil King was was a pastor there. But still the same congregation that, that he led. So, yeah, so she's endorsed him. So what was interesting to me about that was that she endorsed him on the day he announced his candidacy. And he is running against... He is running against Joe Lieberman's son. son and, and another candidate for the Democratic nomination. So, and then we'll... And what is Joe Lieberman's son's tie to Matt, Georgia? He lives here. He now. lives he here. Lives here. He's doing, yeah. okay. um, I, I, he just happens to live here. As far as I know, and I was shocked to find that out, but it made me very curious. Because 
my initial reaction was... This I don't is just, think he moved here to run. Okay, well, this right, is just right, the right. example that comes to mind. Hillary Clinton went from Washington, well, went from Arkansas to Washington, D.C. to somehow being a senator of New York. Yeah. I don't believe yeah, that don't she had never was, lived in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just did not know. I don't think Pure Matt ignorance. Lieberman did that. Okay. Um, and I can't recall off the top of my head the... I think there's a woman also running for this... For as much of a political junkie as I am, I have to confess that I have deliberately held myself back <laughs> from what's going on in this year. It's just too right early. Well, there's and, a lot going and on. And I yeah. understand that that comes from a place of extreme privilege to be able to say, I'm going to check out of this for a while yeah. and I will focus my energies on it more later. But I will I, circle back at, a, at another day. I need to not get so bogged down in it now or I'll drive myself crazy. Oh, absolutely. I understand. Uh, so... But, yeah, this says the yeah. other um, Democrats that have already declared. Now, there may be other ones that are thinking about but Ed Tarver, who I've not heard of, a U.S. attorney, Ed Tarver, and then Matt Lieberman. Lieberman. Mm-hmm. So those are the only two that it mentions in this article. So, yeah. so what's interesting for Georgia is that unlike a lot of years, because Johnny Isaacson retired early, both of our both Senate of seats are, are going to be up for election, election yes. this year. Yep. We've been a little purple so with Kemp's appointment of Kelly Loeffler and David Collins deciding to run for the seat anyway. Oh, he was pissed. And he's the big he Trump supporter. She's not running unopposed on the Republican side. No, it's splitting the GOP in a very interesting year when both of our Senate seats are up. That's going to be an interesting So race. if yes. there is a Democratic candidate that can come in and align Georgia Democrats behind it, we could end up with another in the seat. At least yeah. at least one, one. I don't think we'll get both, but I we have a potential to get one. Which is why I thought this article would be worth talking about because as atheists, do not get turned off that this guy is a reverend, that he's okay. a pastor. No. Well, you've been the big proponent, and we've talked about it in the past, that there are ways for atheists and religious people to work together on yes. a lot of things. And this is a church, this is a pastor that's very much aligned with our social This is This is somebody we could build of, a bridge with. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about before with other progressive let, churches, let, if, let, if you have a checklist of all the social kind of things you're concerned about, or in the environment, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of things, all those boxes are ticked. The only thing that we would not tick would be the God box. So, so yes, I would This guy would this line guy. up with, say, like a Reverend Barber. Yes. yes. Okay. He's very much in that same vein. And channeling Jerry again, just a little, does this guy, in your words, call himself an evangelical? You know, I don't know if I've, I've not read enough about him in particular to know if he uses that, but I would assume, you know. I'm, di- I'm disappointed in, that you don't know the answer to that. I can, I can, I'm still channeling Jerry. I can Google that. <laughs> but what I was going to say, but I would I would assume so because this is a Baptist church. I would assume so too. Not a Southern yeah. Baptist church, but I, still, I, I can't remember which exact you know progressive uh, Baptist church this is. I'm disappointed you don't know the answer to that question either. <laughs> Not not off the top of my head. Okay, but it, but anyway, yeah. It was late breaking news today. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It was, <laughs> it was like hot off the press. Some of us, had, some of the, us were uh, working printer. and could not look up every minute detail. Yes. <laughs> so, but yes, I mean that's what I'm saying is is do not let the prefix to his name, Reverend, don't scare let, anybody off. This guy. This is a guy you could see yourself voting for. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, you know, if Stacey Abrams is on board with him, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I tend to say if Stacey's on board with him, that will make me look at him. But I will honestly say I have not looked at any yeah. of the candidates closely enough yet to 
say that I would automatically vote for him. Well, but I'm against paying, the other two that are there. But, we, but but he's not been taken off the list. No, no. Mm-hmm. But what I'm what I'm also yeah, and it is way too early because you know this yeah. just was announced that he, he put his hat in the ring. But the other two is like who? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but he's so. who in a lot of ways. He would they would only they would if if Stacey Abrams had come out for either of the other two, he would be a who. Yes. Not in Atlanta proper. Now, outside of Atlanta, well, yeah, I don't know. Ebenezer Baptist Church is, yeah. you know. But well, it's still a statewide election. And yeah. this yep. is his, I'm assuming this is his, his first, first ever political uh, venture. He's dipping his toe into the pool, so to speak, as far as politics is concerned. Yeah. This is his first election this to be one of the two senators from the state of Georgia. Yeah. That's a big chunk of apple you just bit off, sir. Yeah, but he's got name recognition. He's got, I mean. He's got name again. recognition in Atlanta. His, his, yeah. his yeah. position has name recognition. Yeah. His name itself doesn't have recognition. I had no idea who he was. Yeah. Until you said he's the preacher at Ebenezer Baptist Church. Oh, okay, I know yeah. who he is. Well, that's what I'm well, saying. Well, no, I know Ebenezer I, Baptist I, Church. Yeah, I still I don't know him. Yeah. Right. yeah. But you're telling me Stacy endorses him, which makes me say, okay, well, you know, I like Stacy. This gives me... Let me look at him. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, but I want to know how different he is from, from Lieberman and Tarver. Right. And so, for our Georgia listeners, I will give a plug that says: as we get closer to the election, check out your League of Women Voters site. They will provide nonpartisan information on candidates running for all races in Georgia for the primary. From a woman's perspective, no, or just from just from a this is to get people. They involved. have to have a perspective, though. No, but they're the ones no. that used to run the debates, and yeah. I wish they were running so the what debates. The, what they yeah. do is so in November when the when the big election happens, what they'll do is they offer every candidate running three hundred words to answer okay. the same question. Cut you off at three hundred words. So if you're verbose, so they're giving you done. they're giving you just the the basic information that not there's no opinion. There's no spin. Right. Okay. But okay. Then, I, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I understood it to be they were giving. No, they're nonpartisan. Okay. All right. And then what they do for the November election, which is awesome, is and I'm and I hope I am hopeful that the League of Women Voters in other states do something similar. They take any referendums that are on the ballot and they tell you like this is how it's going to read on the ballot. That's the Here's, worst part about voting is you yeah. don't know half yeah. the time if yes or no right. Right. coincides right. with what you right. think. So they say, here's yeah. how it's going to read on the ballot. Yep. Here's what that Here's what means, means in plain English. Yeah. yeah. Here yeah. are things to consider about Here are the ramifications of, of this. The first yeah. year I found that part of the League Women Voter sample ballot stuff, I there were, notice. I think, five referendums on the ballot, and this was right after I mm-hmm. moved to Georgia. Reading that changed how I had planned to vote on four wow. of the referendums. Wow. I know the last time I voted, there was probably a couple referendums that I could not decipher exactly what I was voting on mm-hmm. and did not want to vote one way or the other. So so I, will post, I, I just didn't I vote I will on send it, it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll the, link the link when it's ready there. so yeah. that everybody knows. Like, it won't be ready yet, yeah. but okay. I will send it out. Absolutely. So, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely post that. And hopefully know, yeah. other states um, will be aware and have something similar that they're doing. And they put it down to the county level of stuff. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. so it's not just statewide and federal. See, I wasn't even aware they had state chapters of that. I thought that was just a they national They do. Group. The Georgia yeah. one is on Johnson Ferry Road. Right near you? Right near me, yes. Do you volunteer there? Or? I have not yet. <laughs> but I can't remember the last time that they actually ran the debates, and those were the best debate questions and all that. Mm-hmm. I just hate watching the debates now that are run by the network TV mm-hmm. things because they're just looking to, you know, for the gotcha kind of things. So, yeah. 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 
miss those days. I don't know why why we went away from that. There's a story there somewhere. Do we have one more lighthearted thing we want to close on? Sure. What you got? <laughs> With that sigh, I don't know if it's real light, though. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop is getting a television show on Netflix. Goop. Goop. So I've not heard of this term. I mean, it sounds like that's, something that's, that's, a, that's her website that she sells shit. jade vagina eggs and other concoctions. Pseudoscience. Definitely. Stuff behind it. So I'm a little mad at Netflix for giving her a platform to spread this further. I'm a little mad at people who buy into this without thinking it through and being a little skeptical about what it is. And I, I'm just infuriated the fact that, again, it tends to ignore science. Yep. It's like homeopathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it like cures like? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're touting it as a lifestyle and entertainment. Not but science. But when you present what you're doing and don't put that disclaimer in front of everything mm-hmm. that you do, and you've got a rich white lady sitting there saying this thing is wonderful, you get not quite Oprah-like proportions of people also wanting to know what this awesome thing is. And people have had significant, I want to say there's even been one death from somebody who did the bee sting therapy thing that she talked about. Oh, and she was allergic to bees? Yes. Yes. Had a horrible reaction. Well, and didn't she also... Darwinism, but still. Yeah. Yeah, there's a a Darwin Award there. But wasn't she also the one that did some kind of a coffee enema thing that... Probably. And, like, actual doctors... That's probably not weird enough for her. But there was something that was dangerous to certain people about it. Oh, it had to be like a hot espresso enema or something. Maybe maybe somebody misread. (laughs) You're supposed to cool the coffee. Come in and say, like, when she, you know, she's the one who says, put the jade eggs inside your vagina and it helps with orgasms and all this other stuff. And then, you know, actual gynecologists come along and say it probably breeds bacteria. Don't put a rock in your puss. More than it does anything (laughs) else. That's what the doctor said. Jade eggs. And, you know, so it's like people have a little common sense. But shame on Netflix for yeah, capitalizing. Yeah, yeah, giving her a platform. Yeah, there's a whole lot of people like that. There's hey, a whole lot of people like that. If so. a thousand people sign up at you know ten dollars a month or whatever because of this one show, they're mm-hmm. going to do it, and people mm-hmm. are going to check it out. I mean, yeah. because it's on there and it's you know part of your package. So hey, let's check this out. I am not going to do anything that she recommends. Like, I'll just go on the no. record now. I find it ironic that. that she sells the exact same products. I mean, not like similar products, but literally the exact same products to a completely different audience mm-hmm. than Alex Jones does. But it's the same. He hawks yeah. pretty oh. much a number of the same things. Just puts his label on it? Yeah. Oh. Both, of the, both of their sticks is to push product. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. in both cases, they're doing what they do to push merchandise. Is her acting career like in the... When's the last time... IMDB her and see when the last time that she starred in a major film. Oh, I, I just thrown out a number, 2014 or earlier, I would say, just as a. And wild when did she guess. start this goop thing? Probably around then. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it is almost a billion dollar company. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There's that it, many fools out. Well, it is she has consciously it, uncoupled from her husband. What? what she and mean? Chris Martin consciously that, uncoupled. That's what they call this their split. divorce. This is it, split. Right? It, no, it was a conscious uncoupling. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's woo-woo for... Yes, we... Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> so... Our two orbs separated. Mm-hmm. 
She's she was be... in A Story Takes Flight in 2019, which was a short. <laughs> Never heard of it. She was in the Politician television series. <laughs> in two... Oh, she was in Adventures Endgame. She's a. Uh, oh, that's right. She Pepper, has been. Pepper Potts. In... Yes. She's one of the superheroes. No, she Earth. is I don't Iron know. Man's companion. What in... year was this one? Okay. 2019. Well... Oh. She's Pepper Potts. But it looks like the last actual film that she was in that was not associated to an an Avengers character was something called Mordecai in 2015. Ah, you weren't far off. I was pretty close. I was pretty close. Yes. Now, she's been in TV shows and stuff since then. But, you know, she's running a... But if you're running a a billion-dollar internet jade... Vagina egg company. You gotta concentrate your your efforts. And bees? What were there was a bee, bee sting therapy, therapy for something. And Hemet talked about it on Friendly Atheist. Okay. At some point in time. And I've seen it in some other places, but I've largely deleted it from my memory. <laughs> Except that I think Lies. someone died. Lies. What book you reading? Got a recommendation? What uh, uh, I sure can't remember the, the title of it right now, but it's one on the Jesus Seminar. Which is, that is a local. No, it's not local. Where's that? I thought it was. I thought it was North Georgia. Where they, they, they do, some of the speakers come to the North Georgia. Okay. Uh, uh, that's the only. Mountain speaking thing. But right. no, this, is, this is a group that started back in the 1980s, where basically what they were doing was taking all the, the theology conversations going on in the seminaries. Okay. Where they were, you know, kind of concluded that the Bible is a human construct. The uh, cutting edge. Cutting edge that, you know, evangelicals yeah. didn't want to talk Seminary about. theology that, right. that so doesn't they were, trickle down yeah, to the to, the, to the public. And so they were doing this in, in a public venue. What's interesting about this is it's still, to this day, no, most people don't know who they are. And to me, that's a major failure because that was one of one of the things that helped me deconstruct was kind of going along with some of the stuff that they were publishing on on the Gospels and, you know, the history of Jesus and things like that. Anyway, so the book I'm reading now was, was published, I think it was like in 1999, so like 10 years into it. And it's kind of talking about how the evangelicals were calling them heretics. Even in the mainline church, that group is kind of known as a, as a heretical group. Hmm. And it's the just, work they're doing is super important. Like one of the things they did recently was the book of Acts. Where they, you know, pretty much concluded that that is non-historical, and evangelicals, even the mainline church, use that as direct history to show how the church evolved. And this was something they've been working on. They've been, yeah. Well, they, could, they, they could have saved them some time. They got books, <laughs> yeah. And, and what they're working on right now is is um, early Christianity prior to Constantine, and then they're going to, and then the next thing after that is after Constantine. Okay, showing that BC, the, BC and AC. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, pretty much. The thrust of that is, you know, is pretty much the Roman Empire that yes. kind of dictated how the canon yes. was put together, and important information for people that are in the church to know. Very interesting. That's what I'm reading. Yes, I know. Any recommendations? Yes. What do you got? I am reading a really interesting book right now. I'm reading Endurance by Scott Kelly, the astronaut who. I was going to say, yeah, a I knew that. Yes, in the yes. International Space Station. He has the record. Yes, most days. How long did he, was he up there? He was up there 344 Woo! days. He does not hold the record for most days in space overall. And he's anymore. a twin. But he's a twin, and that's why it was so interesting that he went up because he is an identical twin, and yeah. his brother is also an astronaut. 
Now, is he shorter or taller than his brother He's now? Because shorter of it. now because okay. of this. His brother, by the way, Mark, I would have, I would, have, I would have had to put money on it. I would have said the the lack of I think gravity shorter. would have made him taller. I think it's shorter. I have not that far <laughs> in the book yet, but I think it's shorter. I think I read that somewhere else, but but I, I knew he was. The fact that he spent almost a year in space. Yes. Him and his identical twin is is kind of an air quote now because him and his brother, they're not identical anymore. They're not, but DNA-wise, they're still very similar. Fun fact. Okay. Mark Kelly, his identical twin, mm-hmm. is married to Gabby Giffords, oh, who was yes. the congresswoman who was shot yep. a few in years Arizona. ago. Arizona. Yep. Mark Kelly is running for John McCain's old seat uh, in Arizona oh, right nice, now. Nice. Yes. But, the, but the book is actually, I mean, I love reading about space and flight and a bunch of stuff like that anyway. So this book is really interesting and so, you Nerd. T- so he's going back and forth between <laughs> telling, like, actually what it's like on the space station and then how he got into being an astronaut in the first place. So what I read last night before I went to, to bed was the part where he just did his very first shuttle launch. Oh, cool. And he talks about what it's like from going from, like, zero miles per hour sitting there on the launch pad to 17,500 miles an hour (laughs) in the space of, like, eight minutes with things that are designed to explode around you and all this stuff. And it's absolutely fascinating. If you like any kind of nonfiction Mm -hmm. memoir stuff at all, and if you're at all fascinated by space, this is one that's Hmm. really interesting to read, especially when you consider that to get astronauts into space currently because our space force is still designing their camouflage uniforms for space. Space force. Um, we go up on Russian spaceships, which is considering all the what's Russia trying to do to us in elections and everything else. It's very interesting to me that we still have this cooperation that we send our astronauts up on Russian space vessels. It's almost to like the, the space station. The scientific community is above is the, above right. and beyond yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. the political nuances yes. that are going on yes. as back as home most on the rock mm-hmm. in that country. Which I'm yes. glad that they, that it is like but that. But I am thoroughly enjoying this book. Really it, I like a good memoir. Um mm. I'm really enjoying What's the name of it? Endurance. Endurance, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I need, I so need I followed something. him on Twitter and all the year he was in space to see all the pictures he was sending back and everything. He has some choice words for flat earthers. I remember he was on uh, Colbert a number of times. Yeah. Uh, uh, he interviewed him. He, you know what, he's he's one of us, too. He's an atheist? Really? He is. Wow. He is. Because of the space venture? No, was he like... was beforehand, but he talks about that a little bit in, in, in the, the book. book. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well. Good recommendation. Very yeah. good. Uh, just up. a quick recommendation. We we touched on it with our with our local uh, story. If you live in Georgia, get out and vote, mm-hmm. and let's turn one of these at February least one of these seats. Twenty fourth yes. is the last day to vote or to register to vote in the primaries. The primaries are in March. Check your registration. This is any state. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. This is any state, but especially in Georgia. Check your registration. A ton of people have been purged. Thirty five precincts in Cobb County, which is where. A right. lot of us live, have had their polling locations changed, and you will vote in a different place in March than where you voted in the last election. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to find that out Look last that minute. up. Yep. Check it out. If you don't vote, you can't complain. You shouldn't complain. Yep. But this Even is if you feel like important. it's wasted for whatever reason, do it. There are other countries in the world that would kill to have the chance mm-hmm. to do it. Yep. So Thus far, we're a free country. 
And there's, there's other countries like Australia where it's mandatory that you vote. Vote, read. Which they give you a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It, the day, yeah. 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 Well, read election day should it. be on a, on a Saturday. It shouldn't be on a, on a weekday, on a work day. Well, at holiday. least we're expanding early voting in a lot of areas. If I can bank on my phone, I should be able to vote on my phone. Yeah. Not, not to open up that Pandora's box, yeah. but, you know, it should be a lot easier. Or you could just also say vote early, vote often. Uh. You should be able to vote, yeah. You should just be able to vote on Facebook. Do your research. Vote on the candidate that matters to you. Take take advantage of that right because there are people who would who have died to yes. give you that right. Yep. So even if you feel like it doesn't count for anything, vote. It matters. Yep. And do your research. Yep. Albus Dumbledore said, "Sometimes we all face the challenge that we have to do what is right instead of what is easy." Did you and, just uh, quote Harry Potter? I did just quote Harry Potter. I called the Dumbledore. You are not surprised. I, 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 <laughs> you are not surprised. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Someday in the future, that, that will be a religion. That, that's actually. a first. <laughs> We've not had Harry Potter quoted, quoted on yeah. the show before. You probably have and just haven't caught it if I've been on. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably true. All right. Well, on that note, we'll see you all in two weeks. Good night. Good night.